As always, this episode is brought to you by Set GK Goalkeeper Gloves. Gloves by the pros for the pros. With six different models to choose, they guarantee you'll find the feel and fit you're looking for. Use promo code JG25 at checkout for 25% off your order. Set GK. It all starts with your set. Today's guest is Jeff Van Dusen. Jeff is the incoming CEO starting January 1st for United Soccer Coaches. Jeff and I dive into his coaching background as well as his professional background and how he rose to the top to become the CEO of United Soccer Coaches. Jeff and I talk about building foundation for winning teams and much more. Hope you enjoy. All right, Jeff, thanks for joining the show today. It's, uh, it's great to have you on. Honor to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so Jeff, you know, the the first thing I want to talk about, uh, obviously, we're recording this in mid-December right now, so next month we do have the the Great United Soccer Coaches Convention coming up, which will be your first one as CEO. So, you know, what what can we expect from that? Is there going to be anything different with COVID, or is it going to be, you know, similar to the past conventions? Well, we're we're excited to be reunited. Uh, Kansas City is the home of the national office, so we're excited for people to come and see our beautiful office and our beautiful city. Uh, Kansas City is a fantastic uh, convention city. It's a great host from the standpoint of where the convention center is and all the hotels are right down the street from all the restaurants and the, the late night establishments that you that you tend to uh, uh, to go to at the convention, right? Versus mm-hmm. adult beverages and that. So. Uh, no, it, it, and, and so very excited to get back in person. Uh, the digital convention was great, but uh, being reunited right. in Kansas City, which is, which is our theme, is something that we're really excited about. And as far as the convention itself, we're, we're going to try and do it as, as uh, we've done it always in the past with 225 education sessions. Um, we've got a lot of field sessions. We've got a lot of goalkeeper sessions, mm-hmm. uh, different tracks that you can um, follow, whether whatever level coach you are or administrator or there's goalkeeping information and, and, and sessions uh, led by Lisa Cole and her amazing right. staff. So very excited about uh, the education portion of it. Uh, the one thing that was difficult was to get the commitments from the international presenters. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we've got uh, fewer than in the past, um, but I, I'm going to tell you that this could be one of the best programs that we've had as far as uh, what is pre- being presented and who's it being presented by. Uh, we'll always have our meal and social functions. Our partners are, uh, are really excited to, there's some really cool social areas mm-hmm. here in Kansas City. So I, I know that there's always, that's a part of the event as well um, and you know you've got to go see them at their booths to get invited to the event so exhibit hall is going great we've got uh, well over 200 companies which is right on course mm-hmm. uh, where we've always been registration is going great one of the cool things about this year with the convention is all the convention videos that uh, uh, I'm sorry all the convention recordings of all the presentations are going to be included in your convention package. So right. that's about a $450 value. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I remember when Baltimore, when I was there, you know, I was, I was conflicted because I was like, oh, I want to see this guy. I want to see, I want to see this session, this session. I was like, ah, I can only get to one. So, I mean, having, having that option just to, to go back and view the recording, I mean, that's a, it's a great value right there. And, 
you know, we, we have a lot of sessions. We have a lot of uh, content that we want to provide. And we, I personally like when you're conflicted from yeah. the standpoint of, right, that, that means we're putting out a good right. product. Right, right. So, uh, but the app, uh, download the app, United Soccer Coaches app, and that's the convention app. You can customize your schedule, uh, make sure that you go to those sessions that you can't miss. And then um, you can set reminders. It tells you who's at the event, all that. So I'm really excited about this year. We're excited to be back uh, in person. And uh, I'm looking forward as the incoming CEO. Of, well, I'll be the CEO in, in, in January. Right. But I'm excited to see all our members and that. So For sure. And then, of course, Jesse, we have Podcast Row. Which of course. Of course. Yeah, no, very honored, very grateful to, to be part of Podcast Row. I remember seeing it. You know, back in 2019, I hadn't started my podcast yet, I don't think. Um, but just, uh, you know, just having that opportunity is great. So I appreciate that. But, you know, so what I want to talk about, because I've brought on a lot of coaches in the past and kind of spoke with them about, you know, where they came from and how they started and how they got into the industry. Um, before we even, because, I mean, obviously you coached for many, many years at the collegiate level. Um, but before we dive into that, can we, let's talk about your process of becoming CEO. Because now you're running, you know, this big convention, four to 5,000 people. You're running a a team, quote unquote, a team, not, you know, a soccer team, but still a team. So, you know, what was the process for you to become CEO? And, and now that you're CEO, what are some of the, the visions that you have for United Soccer Coaches? Well, I think it's important for you to understand that I started my career as a coach and I started my career, uh, my journey with, with then the NSCAA back in 96. I was the, I truly was a, a volunteer for the association. And I was a volunteer at the Men's College Cup in Richmond, Virginia. I was the guy at the tent checking membership badges so you could go in and get hot chocolate and, and brownies at halftime. Right. This was a volunteer role as well, right? Yeah. I literally started at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And I've grown through the association through my time with helping with the convention, helping with coaching education, helping on awards committees. I just put myself out there. Right. And I got to meet a lot of people along the way uh, that were very influential in helping me get to the next stop along my coaching career. So going parallel to each other was my career with the association, mm -hmm. but also my career as a soccer coach. Yeah, you know. And I, I think that was important that, look, this association is the home of coaches. and. You put yourself out there and you network and you go to the convention and that, and you're going to meet people that you're going to be lifelong friends with. And who knows, maybe you'll be their next assistant. Maybe they'll move into admin where they'll hire you as their next coach. Maybe you'll get their next player. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, there is a ton of ways that you can network at this event and within this association. And I use that to its fullest extent. Right, absolutely. You know, um, I think that's a crucial point and something that, you know, I always try to, to meet as many people as I can. But I know I was listening actually earlier, like, like I mentioned to you pre-show, uh, to your interview on the Soccer Chat. Shout out the Soccer Chat, pod, ch soccer chat Podcast, who also be at Podro um, at the convention. But you mentioned just, like, you know, networking and meeting people and even talking about a coaching pathway that you want to bring to United Soccer Coaches. So could you talk about kind of more of what you want to do from that side of things and maybe helping coaches, you know, get their next job, as you mentioned, and, and kind of being a resource for them. So, uh, I, look, this association was a, a, along the, every, alongside me every step of the way. 
And one of my goals, when, when this job came open, when Lynn decided she would step down, I've been in the room for 10 years, right? I've right. been a director of the association. Uh, I, I've, I've been able to, to kind of develop where I can think that the association's gonna go. So before the job, when the job came open and before I decided to put my name in the hat as one of the 80 applicants, I, I, put, I put down a set of goals that I wanted to, to achieve. And that, those were my guiding lights. And one of them was to be the career planning destination for our industry. Mm -hmm. And I don't want our association just to put a job board up on our website and say, hey, good luck. Right. Right? I want to involve our advocacy groups. I want to involve our different levels of the game. I want to make sure that if whatever level you're at, whether you're an assistant coach and you want to become a hot head coach, mm -hmm. how do you get there? Right. Because it's not just about the X's and O's of the game. Right. You might be a great coach and a terrible head coach because your people skills aren't very good. <laughs> For sure. Right? For sure, yeah. You, and how many, how many programs are, are out there that are fantastic in their – university or their high school or what because the coach has done so much more mm -hmm. to build that program right. in the community on campus and they've made their sport relevant on their campus right or their or their club relevant in their community yeah no i mean that, that's something too that i'm starting to realize more and more is just you know it's a, it, essentially we're still in a people business you know while x and o's obviously matter you know it's still you know about the people about the relationships you're building um so I think that that's awesome that you're mentioning that and, you know, going along with that kind of being that route for the coaches, would you offer some type of like interview experience, interview prep, maybe a little bit of a mentorship type of thing? Because, you know, I think while the, the game is a lot about networking as well, it's just, you know, you're still interviewing with athletic directors, other coaches. And I think that that's a tricky, tricky thing that a lot of coaches don't think about. I think that is a very important part of it. It's, it's about the pathway and how do you get there. Look, I never got a job uh, just by my resume. Right. I got a job because of people that I knew. For example, when I went from Central Missouri State to University of Indianapolis, they had no idea who I was. Right. They could see that I was a Division II coach at a solid university. But I knew someone that knew the AD and said, hey, he's a good dude. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Um, I look good on paper, and then, yeah, I had some endorsements from people. Right. But that endorsement that I had were from some committee that I sat on through the association. <laughs> how about that? So yeah. it's always, you know, you never know how these circles are going to turn in your favor. For sure. And so get to know as many people as you can and continue to grow as a professional. But those interviewing skills like that, yes, that's exactly how I see this happening. We're going to build this career center for coaches to take advantage of to learn and to challenge themselves and 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 evaluate themselves so they can get better so they can go get those jobs right and the advocacy groups getting involved in the advocacy groups to make sure that hey can we build lists of potential coaches um, that maybe uh, need some help to get in front of ADs mm -hmm. and uh, club directors and those type of things so that's amazing yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna, it's not a light switch, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we're gonna be able to uh, start to build this together, and I think then it's gonna just steamroll, and and those mentorships, those opportunities 
um, will 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 then present themselves to even make this career planning destination career planning destination for our industry even greater. Right. What a great uh, resource that'll be as well. Um, so you mentioned Central Missouri University of Indianapolis. So you're the head coach at those two universities, but that's not where you got your start, correct? Correct. I actually. Uh, you know, I, I went to Trinity International University in Deerfield, Illinois, transferred to Western Illinois, played there, was a GA, uh, goalkeeper coach. Mm -hmm. um, two days, three days, excuse me, three days before preseason in the middle of August, um, we get a, a call from a small school in Davenport, Iowa, that's no longer a school. It was <laughs> Crest International University. Right. And they said, our coach just left. I need a coach for uh, men's and women's programs. So I went up there and literally three days before the season wow. and, and got the job, or preseason, and got the job and stayed there two years. Then I went to Hastings College and was the head men's coach and admissions counselor. Then I went to Missouri Southern in Joplin, Missouri, started the women's program there, was also the men's coach. So everywhere I went, I had another aspect of my job. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just, just right. The last four years out of my 16-year career, I was just a coach at the University of Indianapolis. Right. So what? Just, I, I, I want to add something here because yep. I, I think it's kind of fun. Um, I believe, and no one's challenged me on this yet, <laughs> that I am the only coach that can say they left a men's program and a women's program at the college level, and the next coach has come in and won a national championship. So you, you left, and then they won the national championship. They won with your roster. Well, it, our, the foundation of the program, right? Right. right. Year afterwards, but so, they had the, for example, at Hastings College, Chris Cranks, who's now at Flagler, right, was my assistant. He took over as head coach. We won the first ever conference title there, right, in '98, and they have not lost one since. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. So, so wait. So let's let's go through that. So you're talking about building foundation. Excuse me, building a foundation. I'm getting getting excited now. Building a culture. So, you know, what, what is that process like? You have to build a, a winning culture, essentially go from, you know, quote-unquote losing program to a winning program so quickly um, because, as we know, is everyone wants results very quickly. And then, um, so can you talk about a little bit how building a staff is important? And, you know, what, what's that message to the team and to the recruits that, that is so effective in building that foundation? You know, I learned my leadership style from this game, mm -hmm. from coaches that I played for that I loved, coaches that I didn't love. Right and what to do and what not to do. And then, you know, my, my, my opportunities maybe as a captain, uh, those type of things. But when I took over my first program, I wanted to make sure that everyone there, from top to bottom, most talented player to the, the, bottom, the, the, the bottom of the roster, right? Mm -hmm. Knew the vision of the program. Right, so first step setting the vision. And I think, by the way, I think goalkeepers make the best coaches, by the way. Cause, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and disagree with you. <laughs> we, we could talk a lot about yeah. that. But, look, the, the head coach has to supply the vision. Mm. And if I'm just going to put our vision up on the bulletin board and never revisit it again, that's not providing the vision. It's just words. It's just words. Mm. I have to do that. I have to supply that vision every day. Right. Because I promise you, your players are going home and they're thinking about other things. Mm-hmm. Right? For sure. So supply that vision. Then I have to empower those players to, or my staff, to carry out that vision. But you got to have the right 
people in this box. Right. Right. And as every good coach knows, you put your strong, talented players right up the middle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Starting with a goalkeeper. Right. And and so you, you got to make sure that and empower them to carry out that vision. And you know, when I look for for players or staff, I want talent, talented, mission-driven, passionate people. Mm -hmm. For sure. And, and and so they have to be on board with whatever culture that you're creating. So vision, empowerment. Then I have to supply, and then I have to support them. How do I support them as a coach, or a leader, or a CEO? How do I support them? I have to get them more resources. I have to make sure that they're eating right, mm -hmm. right? right? If it's a if it's a team, right. I have to make sure we're traveling right. I have to make sure we look good. I have to make sure we're training and rest and all that. But in the working world here on this staff, I have to make sure that the, do they have the right technology? Do they have the right professional development? Mm -hmm. All of that type of atmosphere, right? So vision, empowerment, support, and then I have to continue to inspire. Love it. Love it. That's a four-step masterclass right there. Just That's it. That's for Look, we don't even need to go to the convention right now. We can just listen to this, right? I'm just kidding. Still go to the convention. But, um, you know, speaking of empowering and, you know, kind of creating that, that leadership, you know, I think a subject that at least teams that I've been on and then a couple of teams that I've been on the coaching staff for, it's like, uh, for me, it's kind of like creating that internal leadership and looking for a team captain, you know, and what, I know it's going to be along the same lines, but it's, you know, what are some of the great qualities that you've seen from some of your past team captains that you've, that you, you've appointed? Always go with the goalkeeper. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I, I, look, uh, some of the great qualities in a team captain is, is someone that's approachable. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you know, it, the, the, I think the qualities, whether you're whatever gender you, you're coaching are, are very similar. One is approachable. Right. One uh, or two is th they're on board with that coach's vision. Because mm -hmm. the most detrimental thing could be, you know, is that person, is those captains, one captain, two captains, three captains, whatever you want. I think the most important thing is, are they on board with the coach's vision? Right. The last thing you want is them to talk to the coach or you guys talk about something and then them disagree with you and mm -hmm. then go out team whatever they want for sure right so they have to be on board uh, they don't have to be the best player I think they have to be a significant player right and you know all those qualities of, of hard work but more importantly than that they have to be able to speak up they have to be mm. able to do some of those that dirty work that the coach can't always make sure that your team is uh, working hard staying accountable uh, for the for their teammates yeah Keeping that accountability within your team and being able to, to go up to a player and saying, hey, um, you're not pulling your weight or you need to step it up here or, you know, maybe you need to keep your mouth shut or right. something along those lines. We're thinking about what's best for the team. Right. And I think those intangible qualities are more important than, than can they put the ball in the net or can they keep it out. For sure. Yeah, and I, I think that's a that's probably the biggest problem, at least pro that I've recognized since I started coaching, is that I think a lot of a lot of kids want to you know just be friends with everybody, and they they might be a little afraid that if they you know if they're a little bit mean, 
that you know they're not gonna that person won't like them and you know i remember when i was playing i was i was you know never really scared to kind of get in somebody's face and it was the same thing when i was an underclass but you know upperclassmen were never scared to to yell at me when when i was doing something right and i appreciated that and i think now it's like you, you know it's it's kind of you gotta almost find a balance it's a little bit different um but i think for me that was that was the biggest thing that i loved about a captain is they were always getting on people but but on the other hand too they might get on your case for something, but they also have to be your biggest fan to see exactly. fantastic. Exactly. Or, hey, follow that up with, do you know why I was getting after you? Mm -hmm. Because it's about something bigger than just yourself. Right, 100%. Yeah. So you're, you're finally at University of Indianapolis, very good Division II program. You earned your 100th victory. 100th career victory. What, what was the kind of the feeling like that? And, you know, when did you realize you wanted to, to kind of step away from coaching and get into a more full-time role with United Soccer Coaches? Was it, you know, 100, boom, I'm ready, I'm out. I did, you know, I did my time. I, I actually ended my career a little bit early. I, I wanted to get like 20 years in. Right. Right, 20 years. I actually coached 22 seasons in that 16 years. Oh, wow. Right, because I was a men's and women's Right, coach. right, yeah. So um, I... I you know, I kind of had a handshake agreement with the athletic director that was there, Sue Willie, um, fantastic AD, really had a great vision. And um, I thought I was going to end my career there and hopefully get into athletic administration. Mm. And, then, and then Joe Cummings got the job here at, 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 uh, at the NSCAA. Right. And I didn't get the job of the director of events because I had a, a degree in mm. education. Right. I'm sorry. I had a degree in education. Yep. I didn't have a degree in event planning or business or anything along those lines. This is a six million dollar event when it's said and wow. done, all said and done. So, you know, and I asked Joe. I said, "Why did you hire me? Why did you want me to come and be your director of events?" And he said, "Jeff, because you had vision, because you had leadership, and because you were a soccer coach and you understand the game and you understand what coaches would want." Tangibles, huh? Great, right? Hmm. And so uh, I, I knew I wanted to go administration, so I said, why not go into administration and for the one sport that I love the most? Right, and yeah. And I said, I could make a big difference within the game. I thought I was making a big difference just coaching my team and affecting those men and women that I coached and trying to build uh, their lives and give them life lessons and all of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, maybe I can make a bigger difference to the world's largest soccer coach right. as an organization. And so I came here, and, and we've, we've turned the convention, and we've grown the convention almost double in size in 10 years. Awesome. And that's had a great financial impact right. to the association, but it's also had, hopefully had a, a great impact on, on, on soccer coaches and, and, uh, and their careers and who they are as a coach. And, and so I don't know what all that is, but I, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, someday someone says, hey, I, I – you know, I made it because of the convention. Right, right. Well, I, I, I think you, you probably hear a lot more success stories than you think about. You know, I'm, I'm even at Baltimore. I remember, a buddy of mine got, you know, got a job from going from Division Two to Division One at the convention. So it's like I'm sure there are a whole bunch of more stories like that 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 just happened there. So it's it's cool that you know you're you're a big part in that. So yeah, it was. It's been a fun to kind of create, and imagine, and and make this an event. 
you know, because it's about education, it's about celebrating our coaches, it's about networking, and it's a business side right. of the game. And that's what that is. That's what that week's about. Absolutely, hundred percent. So, as CEO, you know, we talked about kind of your your core values as a coach. Are your core values of vision, empowerment, um, all the same as CEO, or have you developed a couple more? No, I think that's going to be at the core of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that's what's going to be it. We're going to have some internal core values, and the first one is to think like the member. Mm, like that's, it. That's yeah. the number one core value of the convention. Think like the attendee. How does the attendee that's coming from wherever you are in the country or wherever you are in the world, how, what exactly, what is your journey about the convention? From everything that's on the website to the registration process to finding hotels, what is all of that? Right. Can we answer all those questions? And make it easy for the attendees. So, and then how is the experience at the convention? Mm-hmm. And and I think I think you're going to see, you know, from customer service to what we're uh, what we're going to provide in the future with education, how we're going to provide it, all of these things that the technology that uh, uh, for education, and your experience of being a member of the United Soccer Coaches, it, it's going to transform a little bit um, over the next. Four, six, eight, twelve, ten, eighteen months. Right. Um, and, and I'm really excited about that. The, the, the found the, the there is a solid foundation for this association, which I'm I'm inheriting a yeah. very healthy organization. Right. And I'm and I'm super excited about it. And, yeah. It, and, uh, it's your turn now to inherit a, ch- a championship foundation, right? And now instead of instead of I, building it, now you can inherit it. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, I I I hope so. And um, so. You know, I think, I think this is a great organization. I think there's tr- some tremendous people here, and um, I, I will be honored every day uh, to go to work. And I understand the res- that, uh, you know, my head has to rest on the uh, responsibility pillow. Right. Of for sure. Running this association, and that's it's not going to be easy, but it's uh, could be the coolest job in soccer. I promise. Oh, that's awesome. So, Jeff, one last question I have for you. Um, I'm not sure if you're a big reader, but I personally am somewhat of an avid reader. I go through these phases. But um, when I get get in the reading phase, I really like to read a lot of books, a lot of leadership business, kind of like marketing books. Is there uh, a book that you would recommend that kind of has impacted you a little bit uh, throughout your career? There, there, yeah, I, I, I'm more of a podcast guy. For sure, so especially this day and age, yeah. I'll give you a podcast, mm. which is one is the Entree Leadership podcast okay um that's about it's actually about entrepreneurial um aspirations of of small business leaders Mm -hmm. uh gives a lot of leadership messages those type of things and how to build teams and a lot of that uh so that is a good podcast that i like and um the other one is is the book i'm trying to search for the name right now but it's about the all blacks oh the um legacy yes yes love that one Love that one, and, and and that was it was just a great story of uh, the rugby and and how they built teams and, and yep. philosophy and culture and I, I just I, I I love that book. So it's it's always one of my first recommendations to to people. It's it's one of my favorites as well. Is our my first coaching job? Our coach had our, had our team read it as well. So obviously I had to hop on board with that. But man, love I read through that so quickly. It was just so interesting and so fascinating. I just gave it today to someone in our office. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. I just brought it in this morning and, and gave it to someone, and I said, here, why don't you read this, and we'll, we'll yeah. talk about it. 
No, that's awesome. That's amazing. Well, Jeff, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Uh, I'm super excited, and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll actually we'll see each other in a couple of weeks. And if you haven't signed up yet for the convention, make sure you do so, and and we'll, you'll, we'll see you there. UnitedSoccerCoachesConvention.org. We'll see you in Kansas City. Can't wait.